When someone deeply listens to you photo by Joshua Young. People go to the hospital when they get sick. Sadly, many of us don't know what to do when our hearts ache. We hesitate about going to a therapist because we are afraid of being stigmatized as a person who has a mental issue. When we want to be heard or share with others what we are going through, some close friends give advice which wasn't asked for. Sometimes the most trusted family members give us criticism, and our hearts break even more. It is hard to get help from counselors because it can't be solved by a couple of visits. They say, time is a great healer, or everything will be fine if I just suppress my feelings, but we blow up because of a trivial problem. All the more we yell at the wrong person who has less power than us. Realizing this pattern, we become remorseful and our hearts sink deeper. We cry within, although we are smiling on the outside. It's sad and embarrassing because it was my story. 1. What is emotional self-coaching? The hardest part of using the miracle words, planner and journal is probably, the emotional self-coaching journal. Emotional coaching brings out a positive behavioral change, by communicating with emotion language so we are able to then think clearly and rationally. Emotional self-coaching is to honestly acknowledge our own emotions and accept them as they are. At the same time, it is to care for our needs which are connected to the emotions we have identified. Through this process, we are able to see the issue objectively, and we are able to calm down our raging emotions. We also become able to solve the problem by finding solutions for both parties involved. In this way, emotional self-coaching helps us live a happy and content life, with consistent and attentive care for our emotions. Though the process is unfamiliar, our constant effort and repetition make it easier to practice. I want you to remember the word repetition. The happiness we ask for is the fruit of discipline. Happiness can be given, but it can also be found through our attitude towards life, attained by discipline. 2. Why I do it. There are people who are able to see and honor their emotions objectively. They also have empathy for others' emotions. They are emotionally intelligent. They are happy regardless of their GPA, IQ, the results of their work, or how wealthy they are. They are humble and bold at the same time. They smile, with great peace of mind. It's not because they don't have any weaknesses or problems, it's because they know that they have the power and the wisdom to overcome the problems. Happiness is near to those who can value their diverse emotions with maturity. They can express their feelings honestly and accept them positively whether they feel joyful or sad, peaceful or enraged. Happiness is given for they take responsibility and control over their thoughts and emotions, and keep an admirable, good attitude when they speak and act. We all seek happiness. I write in this journal to be a person with humility, confidence, peace of mind and a beautiful smile. 3. Tool for Emotional Self-Coaching, Nonviolent Communication Emotional self-coaching is based on the four components of the process of nonviolent communication, or compassionate communication, by Marshall B. Rosenberg, Ph.D. These are observation, emotion, need and request. First, observe what is happening in the situation. Identify the facts that you are hearing and seeing. Avoid any judgment and evaluation. Express it specifically as if you were describing a video clip. Second, honestly state your feelings from your observations. They are your feelings, very subjective and personal. Our emotions are various and the words which express emotions can vary as well. Sometimes we are confused between the words which express our feelings and the words which express how we interpret others. Therefore, it is useful to study both kinds of words presented in the book, Chapter 4. Choose to use the feeling words only. 
Be empathetic to your defined emotions. Third, clarify your needs connected to the feelings you have identified. You feel the emotions because your needs, values or desires, are either being met or not being met. You feel happy, grateful and joyful when your needs are met. You feel sad, disappointed and frustrated when your needs are not met. You can find the basic feelings and the needs at the back of the book. Fourth, politely ask what you are wanting. Make your request practical, concrete and positive. Be sure your request would enrich both parties' lives. Remember the words honesty, clarity, respect, and empathy throughout the process. 4. Be sensitive to your feelings and needs. There are still times I fail to control my thoughts and emotions, and I speak harshly. So, this journaling practice was made by me for my sake. When I fail and make a mistake, I open my journal and follow the procedure. The situation gets clearer as I write down what had happened. I calm myself down as my emotions and needs are identified. Have you had the moment when you couldn't quite figure out why you were angry? I sometimes took so long to identify how I really felt and what my needs were. It was helpful for me to look up the list of the words on feelings and needs written by Dr. Rosenberg. When you have an experience similar to mine, open the book and follow through the list to see which feelings you are experiencing and which needs you want to meet at that moment. Mysteriously, my heartbeat calmed down, just by identifying my actual feelings of disappointment, frustration, and sadness which were expressed by irritation and anger. You may be filled with joy as you cool down your temper. If you are honestly aware of your feelings and needs, the next thing you need to do is to accept them as they are. Feel your emotions. Allow yourself to go through the emotions. Give yourself empathy. 5. The procedure matters. Observation, feelings, needs, and requests are the steps of the process we need to take for emotional self-coaching. For many people, it is not that easy to practice it in the moment when you need to, though it sounds very simple and easy. Moreover it's much harder to practice empathy if you try to figure out the solution first. Emotions cannot be fully explained by our reasoning. Whether we feel good or bad, when we are filled with any emotions, it is hard for us to be rational. It gets much easier for us to think clearly only after we give ourselves empathy. So, think of some specific ways to meet your needs after you listen deeply to your own slash your partner's emotions and needs and honor each of them. Then come up with something you slash your partner can practice right away with some effort, which can meet you slash your partner's needs. Lastly, ask politely. Or offer what you think you can do to meet her slash his needs. Use positive words. Say, could you please give me 10 minutes so I can calm myself down and think clearly? Instead of saying, go away. Don't make me irritated by just standing there. It is important to follow the process without skipping any component. When we ask someone only to meet our needs without saying our observations or needs, we will be misunderstood, and our partner will try to escape, defend, or attack us rather than trying to understand us and to meet our needs. Therefore, follow every step with honesty and clarity. 6. Examples, for ourselves. Compassionate communication is worthy of our attention and focus. You might feel awkward and uncomfortable at first, but when you realize how powerful this communication is, you will not give up although you know you won't be perfect at first. Let me give you a few examples. When your needs aren't met, Alex, when I see the dirty plates, spoons, and forks on the dinner table, factual observation, I feel irritated, honest feeling, because I need more organization on the table that we all share, need. Would you be willing to put them in the dishwasher and clean the table up, positive, specific request? 
When your needs are met, Emily, when I saw you were comforting your sister even though she pushed your favorite vase and accidentally shattered it, factual observation, I was amazed and felt happy, honest feelings, because I value kindness and forgiveness, value slash needs. Do you want to borrow my vase for your flowers until you get a new one, positive, specific offer? Express honestly and clearly. Be respectful and specific. Follow the procedure. 7. More examples, for our partners. Use compassionate communication to acknowledge and express empathy for your partner's feelings, and to enrich their lives. When their needs aren't met, John, when you hear me yelling, hey, stop procrastinating and clean the house. Didn't you promise me to vacuum the house today? Factual observation, were you disappointed and irritated, feelings, because you need respect, need? I'm sorry. Let me help you move the furniture while you clean the house, positive, specific offer. When their needs are met, dad, when you see me making plans and following through for five days straight, factual observation, weren't you glad and proud of me, feelings, because you want me to be self-motivated and faithful, needs? I will tutor my little brother in math and help him to improve his multiplication skills today, positive, specific offer. 8. The Benefits For years, I have been using this process and journaling when my needs aren't met. I tried to solve problems with NVC, nonviolent communication, compassionate communication when conflicts occurred in the family. Once I wrote a letter using this procedure and gave it to the person who I wanted to apologize to, and it worked wonderfully. I opened the book again and again when I couldn't see the solutions and felt frustrated. I have resolved conflicts and reduced tensions among my family members. I was so surprised because I was unsuccessful at this for a long time. I trusted this will bring healing to the relationships which I was involved in, and I tried to be vulnerable and honest with my feelings and needs. I also tried to admit whatever the emotions and needs were even when I was embarrassed by them. I made time to be aware of them and take care of them. I was blessed with these great results. The first several times you try it, you might need more effort than you think to figure out your feelings and needs. As you repeat this process and give more attention to them, you will experience enhanced self-esteem, unity in the family, and feeling of happiness more and more. We are sensitive to and irritated by particular words, deeds, or physical conditions, and we have some patterns on how we are involved in the conflict. If you go through the process in your journal, you will have more clarity on your feelings and needs. The clarity lets you face the same kind of conflict with confidence and ease. When you do emotional self-coaching journaling, you will be able to observe more attentively, and be more honest, respectful and empathetic, so you can resolve the problem peacefully and wisely. If you have the nonviolent communication book and a notebook, you have numerous possibilities to get positive outcomes and resolutions without paying for expensive counseling. Marshall Rosenberg says, NVC is more than a process or a language. On a deeper level, it is an ongoing reminder to keep our attention focused on a place where we are more likely to get what we are seeking. Compassion is what we are seeking according to him. He also says, Compassion is a flow between myself and others based on a mutual giving from the heart. When we are connected to each other's compassionate hearts, we can overcome any difficulties we face. Because we are willing to enrich another person's life, our lives get happier and much more wonderful.